Hello, welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 BMW M3. You can take a look at this BMW M3 on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, wait over there. Why don't you head over to our Facebook page? Click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this M3 in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. Experience road and track and car and driver's annual testings like an editor. Get the behind-the-scenes story from the editors themselves at Road and Track's Performance Car of the Year and Car and Driver's 10 Best in Lightning Lap. You'll talk shop with the editors, witness the testing firsthand, and get an up-close-and-personal look at all the contender vehicles. Head to experiences.roadandtrack.com to learn more. And Tom, you're here today to talk about the 2023 BMW M3. Now, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is uh, built in conjunction with the Tesla Model 3, kind of a collaborative effort. This Is is this correct? Is they're both uh, referred <laughs> no. to as M3 on the internet. No, 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 no. Come on now, get with the program, Wes. This is, uh, this, this is all Bavarian enthusiast love right here that we're talking about. The M3's been around... Uh, for many, many years, uh, people have been uh, burning rubber and straight line and uh, just all, all sorts of fun handling with this car for many, many years. Uh, maybe it's put on a few too many pounds over the years, but it's still holding its own in the marketplace. Uh, you can complain all you want about the giant, uh, you know, the giant kidney grill. But, oh, we're going uh, to. But, oh, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> But that's later in the program, of course. But yeah, I was I was obviously joking. Leave the emails behind. The BMW M3 is almost 40 years young. That being said, Tom, you take us on a quick little walk around of the M3, which we're going to go to right now. I'm here with the 2023 BMW M3 Competition X Drive Sedan. So this car looks very sinister, uh, and it certainly has turned a lot of heads. Um, you know, it's got these murdered blacked out rims really sharp kind of honeycomb uh, these are forged matte black uh, matte black but also kind of gray um, and of course you see the gold calipers on the inside so at the front end of course yes you have the, you have the kidneys uh, the kidneys are large, but the kidneys are blacked out, and um, I do prefer the blacked out kidneys just because they're they're not quite so in your face. The headlamps, these LED headlamps, had these really nice blue kind of matte finish um, elements within the within the lamps. Uh, very sharp looking up front, and then you've got carbon fiber in other parts of this vehicle, of course. Um, you have the roof line. The roof, the entire roof is done in carbon fiber. The um, spoiler at the back, carbon fiber. Uh, the interior is mostly black. It's truly a sporty interior. It's not intended to uh, come across as a luxury experience. The most significant element of this interior are these bucket seats. Um, these are a $4,500 option. They are serious seats. Um, they, you know, from the back, they they just look artistic with this uh, carbon fiber weave. And when you're getting into the car, you have to clear this very high ledge um, for both the passenger and and the driver. Uh, but once you're once you're in the seat, uh, you just feel wrapped um, by the shoulder or by the uh, the hip bolsters. Your sides are, are really snug, and then your your hips uh, and your thighs—they're they're all just uh, really contained. Um, so you can you can really throw the car around all you want, and you're gonna feel very secure uh, in your seating position. Uh, so yeah, 
carbon fiber uh, in the center console, carbon fiber on the instrument panel. Uh, it's, it's a fairly typical BMW interior, um, very sporty. Also carbon fiber on the steering wheel. But um, so yeah, it's really not so much an interior experience. It's a drive experience in this car. And uh, boy, is it easy to have a good time in this car. Uh, 503 horsepower, 479 pound-feet of torque, um, and this is the S58, a really highly regarded straight inline six engine, twin turbos, uh, just does everything really well. But no, I think we should touch on one of the uh, pol most polarizing things about the G80 generations of our M3s, and that is, boy howdy, is that a grill. Now, I'm not going to say it's ugly, because I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, but me personally, I think the... 330i's nose looks more to my liking than this M3. I don't know if that might be a controversial take. No, no, it's fine. Um, and, and also, what's even worse is if you see European versions of the M3 and M4 out on the road, that kidney grill, which the designers must have uh, sweated bullets over for months, it gets overlaid by a horizontal license plate, you know, it's like right smack in the middle of the kidney grill. It looks just incredibly incongruous. And to think that they could have designed that kidney grill to accommodate that plate, um, I, you know, how that gets lost kind of in the mix is... Um, is baffling to me. That being said, BMW has been criticized in the past for controversial styling decisions such as the bangle butt, which then have become widely adopted as styling trends throughout the industry. Well, and also you have to wonder what is the real future uh, for the kidney grill? And I'm sure there are interesting concepts, you know, different ways of integrating that iconic design from BMW into the future battery electrics. Of course, it doesn't need to necessarily provide any cooling aspects, but it, yeah, I mean, there, there are going to be some interesting ways to see it integrated. And I, I have to think the, the older interpretation of the kidneys from, you know, the early 2002s, the, you know, very, very subtle, very distinctive. I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing something like that and hopefully even something that is a bit more horizontal rather than these saber-toothed tiger vertical slats that constitute these kidneys. But we've over-talked the issue of the grill. There are other aspects of, of the three series, of, of the M3, of, of the three series that, that really deserve merit. Now we can go to you driving the thing right now. Zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. Uh, top speed of 155 miles per hour. Uh, this vehicle weighs 3,990 pounds, certainly heavier than earlier generation M3s. Doesn't feel that heavy though. Let's, uh, let's take this out for a drive. Really nice burble uh, after each shift. Sounds fantastic. Nice head-up display, bright colors, easy to read, especially at night. And uh, you can have it set up so you see the tachometer and your speed overall. It will also tell you what the speed limit is, so you know 
how far over the speed limit you happen to be driving at that moment. I'm going to shift into into uh, paddle mode, so fourth gear. Really quite agreeable. And I gotta say that This car makes me feel like I'm a better driver than I am. And I feel it just because when I'm coming up on a corner, a 90 degree corner, for instance, and I've got a green light, I'm taking a lot more speed into that corner than I would normally in most cars. And that's just because the car makes me feel confident that I'm going to go into that corner and come out exactly as I intend. And it's going to sound great doing it, too. <laughs> so here at this kind of speed on the highway, just about every little bump in the road, which is what you want in a car like this. It holds the road so well. I'm on this, I'm on this huge sweeper out on the freeway. I'm going faster than I should be, but uh, boy, it just really holds the road. And like I say, you, you feel inspired. You feel like, boy, if I could get this thing out on a track, I'd have a heck of a good time. If you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime trip, look no further than Hudson Quattrocento. Road and tracks rally through upstate New York and Connecticut, taking place October 17th through the 20th. It'll be four glorious days of peak fall foliage, curated group drives, luxury accommodations, and delicious local eats with exciting pit stops along the way. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. What a machine, Mr. Murphy. I'm sure it was quite the handful on the road. It sounds like it was pretty compliant. That being said, Tom, it doesn't sound like it was compliant on the pocketbook. I think that's what people would say. Do you have the Monroney handy? Uh, how much does this thing cost? I do. And yeah, I don't think I had mentioned the pricing yet. Overall, yeah, this one stickers for $109,695. grand for an M3. That does sound like a lot of money. What do you think of the price? Uh, yeah, it's high. It's uh, of course it's high, but you know we're also selling hundred thousand dollar full size pickup trucks in this country. So uh, there, there, it, it seems to be the wild west for automakers. You know they're they're putting things out that people are buying. Some people are you know don't bat an eye at spending money like this on on a car that they really want. So hard to explain. We know that BMW wouldn't be wild enough to separate the M3 from the rest of the 3 Series lineup, but how's the current M3 doing in the sales chart? Uh, I believe we talked about this a little bit off air, and it is not doing as well as maybe BMW would hope. Yeah, well, yeah, unfortunately, as, as you mentioned, uh, M3 sales are not broken out. So as I'm looking right now at first half sales uh, on the Ward's segmentation sales chart, this is for all 3 Series models. So it's uh, just over 14 thousand units that they've sold through the first half uh that you know not long ago the three series was the the one to beat in this segment it was it was king of what they call the lower luxury 
car segment. And, you know, 100,000 units a year was not unusual. Over 100,000 was not unusual. And it always was number one. Well, now, uh, here in this same segment, for the first six months of this year, actually, the the C-Class is beating it, uh, you know, selling almost 19,000 units. Also beating it, the Lexus ES. That vehicle uh, is is selling over 19,000 units for the first six months. Uh, so those are those are the three big players in the segment. And then there's a lot of other smaller ones, uh, Audi A4, Cadillac C, uh, CT4, CT5, uh, Infiniti Q50, that sort of thing. Uh, but they all, <laughs> including the Lex, uh, yeah, including the Lexus, the BMW, and the Mercedes, they all genuflect to the uh, Tesla Model 3, which I know some people would not put this in the same segment, but just in terms of size uh, and luxury appointments, Wards puts this in the same segment. Tesla has sold 108,000 Tesla Model 3s in the United States in, uh, within the first six months of this year. So put that in perspective and you see, you understand exactly why it is that BMW, Mercedes, every brand in this luxury segment, they all need to be electric. They all need to uh, capture that same mojo that uh, Tesla has. But Tom, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile and the BMW M3 competition X Drive uh, is no exception. So I ask, I beg, I plead. What is the M3's raison d'être in the year 2023? What's its uh, essence? What was anybody going to buy this thing? What's what's BMW doing? Yeah, this is all about Bavarian enthusiasm for for motoring, Wes. Uh, it, it, you know, you 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 feel that that German engineering. You feel that uh, sense of. Uh, really substantial performance. Um, a lot of people would argue that there's uh, too much, perhaps, engineering because there's too much weight in this car. But uh, as, as the weight has grown, so has the horsepower and the torque. So the thing still moves good. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who would be happy with just a three series, but you got to take the bigger step up uh, to really enjoy it with this M3, especially if you like to do some weekend racing. So yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's a good daily driver as I mentioned, but it's also going to be a whole lot of fun at the track. Well, it certainly seems like it. That being said, I think it's a good place to put a pin in it. Tom, thank you for driving the thing, and also listener, thank you for listening to this thing. If you could, while you're cruising that superhighway, head over to our in, uh, head over to Apple Podcast Store or Spotify wherever you listen to this bad boy and drop us a five stars. And while you're, I know I say it's at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening. <laughs>